0: When Matthew Flinders set out in 1801 to circumnavigate Australia, he took with him a collection of five chronometers. The only one to survive the journey was this one. It was made in London by Thomas Earnshaw in early 1801. The enscarpment and compensating balance wheel, which were invented by Earnshaw, are incorporated into this chronometer and reflect his skill and precision in workmanship. Flinders expressed his enthusiasm for E520 in his book, a Voyage to Terra Australis, where he referred to it as this excellent timekeeper. Like three other timekeepers on the Investigator, the E-520 was a box chronometer. That is, it was mounted in a wooden box fitted with gimbals to compensate for the movement of the ship. During the voyage, the chronometers were removed from the ship only to be checked. An observatory tent was erected at selected points along the coast, where the timekeepers were checked against a regulator clock to determine whether they gained or lost time each day. There were also regular checks of the chronometer rates by astronomical observation on board ships. The E520 was with Flinders when on his return passage to England he was taken prison of war by the French in Mauritius. In 1805, Captain Aiken, the master of the investigator who had been travelling with Flinders, was released by the French and allowed to return to England. He arrived there with the chronometer in December 1805, and the Astronomer Royal, Neville Maskelyne, reported to the Board of Longitude on December 12 that E-520 had been delivered to the Greenwich Observatory. No more was heard of E-520 until 1937, when the records of the Sydney Technical Museum, as the museum was then known, show that it was purchased from Mr. J. Nesbitt of Double Bay. At that time, however, it was not recognised as the chronometer carried by Flinders. This situation remained until 1976 when Thomas Tooth, the author of the article from which this talk is adapted, identified this important object by its serial number as a chronometer from the investigator. This would normally have been sufficient identification. A search of British Admiralty records indicated that it had been offered, and had declined, the purchase of another Earnshaw chronometer, number 520, in 1943, casting doubt on the authenticity of the chronometer in the museum's collection. Subsequent research in England revealed that the owners of this chronometer had since died and the family were unaware of its existence. To further complicate matters, the Admiralty had destroyed most of the records pertaining to the chronometer. Question marks about the providence of the chronometer in the museum's collection therefore persisted. However, there was what appeared to be a second serial number engraved on the back plate of the museum's chronometer, which would provide additional proof of its authenticity. A further search of the National Maritime Museum in London revealed that all known Earnshaw chronometers made between 1790 and 1810 carried a second number. In this case the number is 2865. A study of a graph prepared by Mr Christopher Wood of Edinburgh comparing the first and second serial numbers together with a check of other Earnshaw chronometers leaves no doubt that this Earnshaw chronometer was the one carried by Matthew Flinders on the investigator. The most probable explanation of the other chronometer which was offered to the Admiralty in 1943 was that due to repairs to the dial the number was indistinct and was misread by the recording clerk. But what of Mr N.J. Nesbitt, who once owned E-520? At first, all attempts to trace him failed. Then, in 1979, with the available assistance of Caroline Jones of ABC Radio in Sydney, the family of Mr Norman John Nesbitt was located. Unfortunately, Mr Nesbitt died in 1943, and little is now known of E-520's connection with his family. Mr Nesbitt was, however, a collector of clocks and watches and may have acquired the chronometer during a visit to England. Whatever the history of E520 from 1805 to 1937, tracing and proving the provenance of this historically significant old timekeeper has been the kind of detective work that is full of delight.
1: This talk was voiced by volunteer Lynn and has been adapted for audio from the transcripts The Earnshaw Chronometer by Thomas Tooth, a monograph originally published by the Powerhouse Museum of Applied Arts and Sciences in 1981 and now available on the museum's website as an article linked to the collection object titled Matthew Flinder's Marine Chronometer, object number h three nine four zero.